I need to stop and I need to put a volume thing here. I'm sorry. Do you need to stop, collaborate, and listen? Jeffrey's back with a brand new invention. <laughs> <laughs> Something. <laughs> Grab a hold of you tightly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. Uh, okay, so uh, we're, we're going to do a quick one, gang, because uh, Bill's a little under the weather. Yeah. And, uh, and, you know, it's our show and we get to do that. So, <laughs> so there. Uh, it's Tuesday. It's January 3rd. First big show of the new year. Even though it's going to be a little one. Even though it's a little one. So, you know, we're already throwing curveballs at you <laughs> and we haven't even gotten started yet. <laughs> so it's January 3rd. It's, uh, it's 2017. It's on Taking Pictures. It's Bill in Brooklyn. It's Jeffrey in Maryland. And Thanks for listening. Welcome. That's our show for today. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Go shoot some pictures. Yeah. Um, hey, a couple real quick things. Number one, if you're looking for a printer. Yeah, I was looking at this. Your uh, link. It's crazy. $300 rebate on an Epson P800. Uh, which is uh, their their uh, seventeen by twenty two capable pigment printer? Yeah, this is their uh, sli- this is their sort of uh, lower end prosumer seventeen inch printer, right? Yeah. Now, yeah, t- yeah. Tell, now, do you know how big the tanks are in this sucker? They're not that big. Um, I and that's sort think, of the downfall of it, right? Yeah, if I think one. they are fifty mil or okay. f- like 40, 50 mil, something in there. I think oh, they're around 80, the same eighty mil. Su- 80 mil. Okay. That's not that so bad. little bigger than the, 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 uh, 3,800, 3,880 from what I remember. Right. My, mine in my, what do I have a 3000, the 13 inch version of this one, um, right. was, uh, I think they're like 24 or 28 mil. So yeah, yeah. I mean, right mine there, smaller on my Canon. The crazy thing is if you have eight inks at $30 a piece on mine, that's $300. If this one you can get for nine hundred bucks, and mine costs six hundred dollars. You might as well just buy this one if you have the room, because not only will you get three times the ink when you order it, you know, but right. you're also getting a, a, a larger uh, print size. So, I am not sure whether Epson is including full complements of ink. I don't know if it's a starter set. Somebody can confirm that, please. I'm pretty if you, sure if you they give you a it. full set. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you know about uh, roll paper and how, do these things have cutting mechanisms or do you cut yourself? You know, I think these you have to cut yourself. Okay. Um, the 7600, 9600 on the old series and the new, I guess it's a 4880. Is that what that would be? Uh, they, be. I think they have cut. Well, the, I know the 76 had a cutter, but I think the larger, like the 24 and above all have cutting mechanisms but what is I think it like a the, razor blade that slides across yeah it's like basically like just a little almost like the what you would what you would think of with like a box cutter blade and it just kind of oh, you know zips across and they're replaceable the blades are replaceable as yeah well. as, as they would have to be yeah <laughs> six years in it's just like yeah like just, it just tears <laughs> it everything has a deckled edge <laughs> <laughs> whether you want it or not yeah uh, so good deal um, where'd you see that? Did somebody point it out to you or I, I hadn't seen it up until now? Uh, I actually, I, I came upon the rebate portion because, uh, Jason Lee actor, photographer, sure. skateboard enthusiast, uh, has been posting, he just got a P 800 and he's been posting some test prints 
and they're they're beautiful. And I thought, hmm, 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 hmm. So I just looked it up, and and then there happened to be a, a rebate. And there now that the cool thing, if you already own a, uh, there's a whole slew of them, but if you already own a qualifying Epson printer, there's another $50 rebate on top of the $300 rebate. So it brings your final cost down to like 845. But do you have to give up your old printer? I don't believe so. I think you just send in a UPC code. Okay. Like I, I'm, uh, yeah, this is uh, I'm staying in the family kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Right. Got right. it. So if you, uh, if you're looking for a, a, a big, a big printer, a bigger printer, I mean, it's not huge, but 17 by 22 is nice. Um, it's you know, big, check it out. It's a good size printer. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. Uh, Hey, uh, I know you, you have a few more things to discuss too. And I, I've got a, I've got a good, I've got a topic to throw in the mix too. Uh, so okay. do you want to, you want to do the rest of these and then we'll get into like well, the, deeper stuff. This is, this is quick. This other okay. one is just Pete Souza every year has, has produced oh, love Pete Souza his year in photographs. And uh, this year is no different other than it is his final year in photographs. Uh, we got an email. Somebody asked about, will he, will he go on with the new president? And no. the answer is no, because he, he doesn't work for the White House. He actually works for the family. Yeah. So unless president-elect hires him and he subsequently accepts, yeah. uh, he, he's done on this particular thing. I, I, I would think, imagine. I think Pete's done, period. Gone. Yeah. I, I would imagine it's time for him to either take a well-deserved break or, or launch into another project. You know, I will say, and, and I don't have, I mean, look, I've looked at former presidents, uh, in-house photographers work over the years. You know, we've, we've all seen the pictures of Kennedy and Nixon, sure. and, you know, yeah, sure. um, but I will say that I think a lot of it has to do with the internet and whatnot, but, but that the, the Obama white house and Pete's work, in particular has shown a particularly um, informal and open view of what it seems like goes on there day to day uh, in the feeds and whatnot, you know, I mean, of course it's curated and whatnot, but, but it is really nice to actually see these people as humans and not just, you know, he's he's personalized the president, uh, unlike maybe anybody else before him, except maybe Kennedy. There were some terrific shots of, of, behind the scenes with, yeah, with but I feel Jack like Kennedy. a lot of the Kennedy ones were even more uh state not staged but sort of like oh here we're getting this shot of him behind the desk looking this way I mean there was the one of wasn't there one of like Jack Jack or somebody underneath the underneath the right. desk the right. famous one but just you know you have pictures of Obama dancing like there's one in here of, uh, of him dancing with like a, uh, a tango dancer or something yeah, sure like, yeah yeah you know that kind of stuff for him the two of them talking to that like older black woman who came in who you know who had, didn't think she'd ever meet the president or whatever she's 106 years old right um I, th- I think that there's those moments of humanization that that I hope continue. I, you know, I don't know that they will considering uh, Mr. Trump's views on, you know, a lot of that media. Yeah. 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 It doesn't seem like it will certainly not in the same way, but this, but this record, I think, I think, I guess what I'm saying is we're very lucky and, you know, thank you very much to Pete Susan and his team for doing this because he really has done an exceptional job. Yep. Now he deserves to take a very long vacation. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. Just give him air force one for the weekend. Let it go. Imagine if you could. You know what? There's a great one uh, about forty uh, percent of the way down mm-hmm. of Obama 
doing a leap up onto a thing with a guy who had lost his leg, a wounded oh, right, warrior thing. Right, right, yeah. And Obama's like getting all the way up there. Look at him. He's like, you know, jumping up on the, what do they call those things where you, you know, you do the sort of standing right. leaps onto stuff. He, he's he's a fit guy. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah. uh, I agree with you on the Pete Souza thing. He's, uh, he's pretty great. Yeah, uh, nice to see. Yeah, Mr. Obama um, seems like a nice guy too. Uh, I, I will miss him. Yeah. yeah. So this this thing uh, this is real quick. Another quick quick thing. Uh, Depeche Mode, new record coming out uh, sometime this year, early part of this year. They've already got a tour. But cool thing about it is they are reuniting with Anton Cor- Anton Corbain. They are reuniting with Anton Corbain for uh, a new batch of not only photography but. Uh, short films that will be used to promote the record and will be used behind them on tour. Well, that's neat. So kind of neat because Anton, you know, he, he took some time off, decided to focus exclusively on film and motion. Sure. But it's, uh, it's going to be nice to see him. He's apparently he's doing uh, the, the photography for the, the jacket and uh, as well as some of the tour book, uh, merchandise, that kind of thing, and then some some films and videos. But but none of this has been done yet. This is sort of the announcing a collaboration. Yeah, I think it's it's just in pre production at the moment. Uh, I, from what I've been trying to gather, that they're still kind of mixing and finishing up the record. Yeah, Are you a Depeche Mode fan? Huge. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's uh, uh, they're getting older. How old are these? They guys? are oh, probably. If not late forties, early fifties. Yeah, they got to be right. You know, but what I, one of the things that I loved about Depeche Mode and still do is they never strayed. They explored within their genre. They explored within themselves. They always kind of pushed their own boundaries, but they never they never bowed to the whim to the whim of what was popular. Uh, right. Yeah. True. And 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 their popularity went up and down with that. Right. Yeah. And they were they seemingly were okay with it. Yeah. You know, this record sold ten million copies. This record sold two, and they seemed to be okay with it yeah. because they were staying true to their own vision. Yeah. And they had the earlier success, which was sustaining them on tour and record sales. Sure. They could continue. Sure. I think it's a little bit like um maybe like a band like Radiohead, I think is a similar kind of band in that way. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like they, they'll put out records that don't do that. Well, they'll put out records that are big hits, but it's okay. Cause they have such a strong fan base to begin with that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a core it. that's going to buy everything. Yeah. Regardless. Right. Uh, um, did I, I talked to you about that, that crazy sound thing that I've been watching. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yep. I, that, that, that's pretty cool. And there's a, there's a scene with uh, Imogen Heap in there where she does like one of her crazy layering things with vocals. Right. And you watch it and you go, yeah, she's another person who her fans are just crazy for her. They'll right. They'll just buy everything she does. They'll buy everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, uh, mid fifties, 54, 55, 56. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so they're, they're, they're up there. and, and still, still looking great. I mean, the last record, uh, was 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 terrific they looked good they sound good it seems like they're having a good time yeah um they don't seem to be doing it for the money no you no, know no, no. yeah so, so hey, hey more power to them yeah right it, it is a, i mean the 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 notion you just brought up that that they uh are working sort of exploring within a particular space for years mm-hmm. and years and years Mm-hmm. You know, you and I have shown that it's sort of a lot of people make decisions, whether they do that kind of thing or they just keep jumping from one thing to another, trying to find something new because it's the new that is interesting to them. Um, 
Right. Yeah. It's, well, it's, 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 you know, there's part of it and this kind of dovetails into this hip hop thing. Yeah. There's something in new, uh, I've been watching this hip hop evolution mini series. It's a four part great. series on Netflix and it is fantastic. Yep. Now I, I love the I, guy who's the, the little host guy, the little MC guy. Yeah. He's, he's really terrific. cute. Yeah. He's terrific. Um, and I, I, I am not and have not ever really been a huge hip hop fan. Right. Um, I, I leaned more towards funk. I leaned more towards like switch and the brothers Johnson and, you know, yeah. parliament. Um, so this has been a, a, a terrific and, and inspirational watch for me. And one of the things that I've been taking away f- from, and they talk to, you know, uh, Curtis Blow, they talk to Ice-T, Ice Cube, they talk Flash. to Grandmaster Flash. Yeah. I mean, you name it. And I've learned, you know, a tremendous amount uh, uh, from from watching this. And there, there were two kind of, well, I guess three big moments in 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 taking hip hop from uh, parties and clubs to the juggernaut that it would become, right? And I thought those were were kind of fascinating. And the, and the first one was was of course Sugar Hill Gang, yeah. Um, you know the hip, the hop. Sure. Um, keep going. Which was huge. <laughs> yeah, right. Just don't stop. <laughs> don't just don't stop the boogie. Uh, which was huge, but in in the MC and and DJ community, they hated that record. Yeah, of course, because they felt like they were in here, you know, busting their asses for the last seven eight years, and here these guys come out and steal not only their thunder but steal their rhymes. Yeah, wasn't it like DJ Hollywood's rhyme or something? It's crazy. Uh, yeah, yeah it was, one of those um, guys. I forget from which one. the guy from Cold Crush Brothers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, Kaz, maybe. Yeah, DJ Kaz, yeah, Grandmaster Kaz. Um, so, so that, but, but that kind of had the industry take a take take notice of of hip hop, and yep. and the mainstream sort of took notice of hip hop because that record was so huge. And then you had you had Africa Bombada, who they also talked to at length, yeah. come out with Planet Rock, right? And where where Bombada succeeded on a different level was by getting into the clubs in Manhattan and instead of spinning the records that they were spinning in the Bronx, you know, mm-hmm. sort of back in the hood, as it were, he's spinning craft work and talking heads yep. and James Brown. So he's integrating all of this other music that was known to, uh, especially in the case of like, of like, you know, craft work and Blondie and all that, that was known to his audience, but doing it in a different way. So, so there was that, that element of transformation that we talk about. Yeah. That, that, that caused this sort of paradigm shift yep. in, in not only how it was received, but how it was perceived. Yep. And, and also, interestingly enough, probably a majority or at least half of the community, each one of these transitions probably felt that that move was a bad one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? So there's and all they, those that like, that. wait, yeah. this isn't what it, we were doing. Right. And you guys went and changed it. And then of right. course, three years later, the same thing happens to the group that had be had been created by that change. Right. Um, yeah. So then you, then from there, you've got, you've got Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five come out with the message, mm-hmm. which was this sort uh, of uh, political, uh, uh, yeah, it was this sort of political 
social commentary that rap had never been before. And they talked to Ice-T about it. And he's like, you know, I wasn't all that into hip hop because it was it was all just about partying, partying and BS, girls yep. and clubs and all this. But now here's this record that comes out and it educated me and it and it was it was commentary on what was going on in our world and it completely changed the game. Yep. yep. So again, the the on on some level, hip hop had to get serious in order to be taken seriously. Yeah, the thing I also found fascinating by the, about this whole series is he goes and talks to all these guys who were the pioneers of this stuff. You know, the guys yeah. who invented the elements of what is hip hop sure. for the next thirty years. I love the interviews with Flash, with just oh, yeah, talking yeah. about you know this, the mad scientist at the at the turntable. Oh you yeah, know? and I yeah. just well that that part where he's just like, all right, here's what we did. We show this. Okay, we're gonna do a grease pencil across here, and then we're gonna say, okay, it's one, two, three, four, five right, rotations. Right. All right, so we know we got to go back five to the line. He's just like, so we go one, two, three, four, five. He goes, but when you're doing it in real life, it's like, you know, he's like, but here's the thing that kills me is that most of these guys look like they. They don't really they did not gain from this the only guy who seems like he came out of this with like a real steady life was russell simmons right the rest of these guys look like they're living in their little apartment in the bronx or whatever it is you know Maybe. surviving kind of trading on that on that i mean there are very few you've right, got right, you know uh, the ices cube and t sure that yeah. went on to do not only fantastic things in their in their in their musical careers yeah. but in acting and yep. and you know opened up a whole other avenue but the guys but yeah. of the first like five six years i mean those guys it seems like they're remembered by the art but they're but they were pioneers in the sense that they were also forgotten in some way yeah uh, you know um Certainly by the idea of success, you know, these, you know, these are the guys who come up with the idea and then some other businessman person like Russell Simmons comes in and make, he makes the fortune off of it. You know, right. It's, right. it is an interesting thing. It's like the guys who actually made this stuff, eh, <laughs> you know, the guys who discover and market this stuff, that's where the money is. Sure. Um, and I mean, I, that's, I just, that's usually, that's the typical thing, but it's just, yeah. it's, it's interesting to see these guys just like sitting out on a park bench in what really looks like a housing project mm -hmm. because they don't have a house in the Hollywood Hills, you know? Right. Right. Um, right. But maybe ultimately they're the ones who probably should considering the influence that they've had. Anyway, right. I just want no, to it, fascinating show. So if you guys get a yeah. chance uh, and, and you know how this kind of gets around to photography is, through this idea of transformation yep. and we see we see in in Cartier-Bresson transforming how he sees the streets around him we see in Avedon taking fashion photography out of the studio where it's posed and rigid and 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 lit just so out into the streets of Paris yep and and creating this world that his audience wants to be a part of and and even more recently taking photography out of the hands of specialists and giving it to everybody. Sure. Sure. And, I mean, and these are, these are, these are all the things. And, and just like in the hip hop community, there's a huge part of the people who were doing it before who think that this change is a terrible change, you know? Yeah. Or, absolutely. Or, um, yeah. Yeah. You know, I, um, I was listening to a, this is, tangentially related and so i wanted mm -hmm, to bring it mm -hmm. in here i was listening to uh uh here's the thing here's right. the thing here's the thing uh where they what's uh, in your wallet yeah I, <laughs> have you noticed that the, his the, the way he reads wallet? ads 
is so much different than the way he has is in comedy. He's so stiff when he reads the ads. And yeah. I wonder he's 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 actor guy right. when he's reading the things. Yeah. I'm Alec Baldwin. Here's You're listening to Here's the Thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, uh, settle down. It's, it's a pretty relax. good show though. It's not bad. It is uh, a good show. I, I agree with some of the comments, particularly on this episode, that that Alec Alec is 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 often guilty of telling too many stories of his own life yes, rather than letting the guest tell yeah. the story of theirs. Marin does that too. You know, yeah. He, he yeah. was on with Springsteen the other day and it was just like, you know, in my world with my dad. And it's just like, yeah, we've heard a lot about you and your dad, Marin. <laughs> like, right. Mark, can we, can we listen to what Springsteen has to say? Right. Um, but, but what I wanted to bring up is that Patty Smith, she keeps saying in this interview, she says it a number of times that she was never looking to become famous she just wanted to make stuff to evolve. And I thought that that was an interesting idea, right? It's not that she is trying to make photographs or music or art or what have you, right? There's a question of, we generally, we talk a lot about it from the point of view of, oh, we're evolving art in the way that you just said, right? Where mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Carter Brisson does this, Avedon does that, you know, uh, Cameron did this in the 1880s. Um, that 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 that's changing this sort of global idea of of say photography where she's saying i did it to evolve myself as sort of a a way to to uh control my evolution as a human or to push it forward mm-hmm. you know um which I Which think I, is really interesting. Yeah, I find that fascinating. I, I I have a hard time buying the I never wanted to be famous bit. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And then, you know, apparently she went and left and got out of the business. She was out of the business for 15 years while she raised her kids in the middle of nowhere, the kind of thing. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean. That I buy as an evolution. Right. But, and, but the, the musicians that go, well, I never wanted to be famous. I never wanted to do this. Well, but you you knew that that was a potential outcome, right? Yeah, you you know that that if you get popular, that, that you're not the first person to do this. So there there is a roadmap of sorts for how this thing can play out. Right, right. I guess the I guess the issue becomes if 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 you were okay with making it, whether or not it ended up putting money in your pocket, mm-hmm. but it really was I'm making this so that I can grow as a human being. I, I see her point there, but I also, the cynical part of me agrees with you in what you're saying. Uh, but that's, I generally have the view that you have, which is like, oh, come on, you know? Um, right. If, if that's the case, then, you know, go to open mic nights and work somewhere else. Don't try to be a rock star. Don't yeah, try it. Yeah, and then yeah. complain about being a rock star. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. know that that's at least a possibility. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. You know, uh, and it's it's the same with with actors who who lament never being able to go anywhere in public because they're so recognized. Well, but that is a byproduct of what you do. Yeah, you're 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 on screens, you know, a hundred different screens around the world at any right. single moment. Then people and are you live know in a you. culture where where celebrity is prized more than gold. Yeah. So yeah, you know no, that this absolutely. is a potential outcome. Yeah. 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 Uh, so do I mean? Do you think that the do you think this idea of of personal personal evolution versus the evolution of the art that you're trying to make. Well, I, I is an interesting one. I don't I think you'd have a tough time separating the two. Yeah, right. Because of course, one yeah. feeds the other. Yeah. Right? 
one one or one can feed the other. If I if I, guess I if become you could also be out in the middle of nowhere in the woods in Alabama writing stuff and and you know just sticking up on the internet and not reading anything else anybody makes and I guess there is a certain level of insular you know narcissistic creation or something going sure. on there and 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 that happens right i mean that right. there there are those people who either write something perform something uh 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 paint something sculpt something and they just start sticking stuff up and they never really look at you know what happens or what what gets noticed or what doesn't they're just yeah. The end, the end product for them is putting it out. Yeah. And there's also the idea of, okay, if let's, let's take Patty Smith as an example, Mm -hmm. Patty Smith goes and writes a song and, and, or writes lyrics to a song because she did a lot more anyway. And, and, and that is where she is right now in her life. Is that informing where she's going or is that purely sort of internal commentary on where she currently is or where she's been, you know, does making stuff actually change the direction that you move in? Or is it just a, a, a representation of where you are now? Uh, Well, again, I think it can do both. I mean, I, I, for example, to, to make this a a little personal, um, I've been shooting. Okay. Alec Baldwin. Right. Right. That's right. (laughs) My brothers and I, um, (laughs) I've been shooting film. Uh, and in, in, in as much as it's not, it's not that different than the way I used in terms of the, 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 the shooting process is not that different to, to how I use my X pro because sure. I, I don't shoot a lot of pictures when I'm out shooting, I'll shoot one or two, then move on to another subject, shoot one or two, move on. And I shoot that in the same way, but the, the, the fact that there is an object at the end of it. Yeah. is is very different and is a is is informing what comes next for me okay you know and it's 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 sort of like the uh uh oh gosh oh uh the talking to dan winters where he he said in in our in our talk he said the photograph is evidence of the process right that's the evidence so having that physical object, it's the that's, artifact. That's, yeah, yeah. You're you're making artifacts. You're making sure. objects. So in in that way, there's a physicality that certainly is informing where I go next. Because if I if I ramp up and do this more than just you know once a month or every blue moon, there half there 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 has to be a space designated for it there has to be new new equipment purchased there has to be you know there's all this this ancillary stuff that then is going to maybe bleed over into something else yeah you know so photography is uh, analog photography is sort of a gateway drug to something else you know it's dangerous i don't know what that is yeah (laughs) the uh yeah you know uh, yesterday i was at a museum of modern art with conrad and our friend james who lives mm-hmm. in our neighborhood and he was over the other night and he said, you know, I've been, you know, I've been in New York for like 14 months and I haven't been to all these museums. And I was like, well, let's, you know, go to MoMA tomorrow cause we can get in cheap. So, uh, we went yesterday and you know, you walk through these halls and you walk through 
uh, impressionistic work and then you get into Picasso's sort of cubist stuff and you go to futurism and then you get into, you know, you, you, you follow the map of high art in the early 20th century. Sure. And in each step, there's this <clears throat> belief of, okay, we're changing the way we're looking at reality. We're changing the way we look at the human experience in order to record something that's that 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 the viewer is going to look at and somehow understand their own existence perhaps in a different way and for, for many many years i always you would look at different ways people took pictures the technology they used the way they shared it the lighting stuff they used mm -hmm. I, I saw it for a for a very long time as a as a sort of direct progression in the same way that that technology or science was an additive progression. You know, um, we know more now than we did 50 years ago. We're better at it this now than we were 50 years ago, whether it's putting a guy on the moon or saving people from cancer or what have you. And I, for a long time, I saw art in a similar vein. Like we were getting closer to the capital T truth. Hmm. And but does art, but does art need to end at truth? Well, that's yeah, that's where I'm going. But as I as I was walking around yesterday, I was thinking to myself, you know, you can change the way you look at this representation of, we'll say, truth for now. Mm -hmm. um, you can you can come up with a new way of looking at it, a new set of glasses or filters, and with with which to see this. So all you're seeing is the infrared light coming off of it. You know, for right, for right, right, a better right. way of looking at it. But but I don't know that any one of these is actually any better than the other. All of these things are just weird subjective stuff. So does adding more subjective opinion actually? improve the situation or just clutter the situation? You know, mm -hmm. is there a point at which more information doesn't make it clearer? Right. Right. And adding, and, adding context doesn't help. It just gives you more to read. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, 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 you, and I walk around and I just keep, I just look at all this art and, 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 you know, uh, watch little films. And there was this movie there of, uh, some German woman had done of, of this couple in the night. Of course it was like the 1970s. It's probably you in the video. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is like, no, this, this nude guy and this nude girl are in this, in this white room on a white couch, you know, sitting there climbing over stuff all naked, like, and then like rolling a giant ball between each other from one couch to another, you know, like the crazy avant-garde right. stuff that people right. did back in the seventies and sixties. And I'm looking at it and I'm just like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever, you know, do what you want to do. It's fun. I'm remembering it. I'm discussing it right now, but does this make my perception of reality or my human experience any clearer or any more well understood or any more meaningful, you know, probably um, not, but for someone Maybe that encompasses everything that they've been trying to either say or experience. Yeah. So it's this strange thing where it's like we keep adding to this uh, uh, library of, 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 of human art. And, and, and I guess we're filling in holes that are getting us. It's, it's sort of like, what's the old, uh, what's the old thing about the go half the distance and the half the distance and half the distance and you never actually make it to the end. Right. Well, you never, yeah. I mean, yeah, you, 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 the, one of the other examples is, is standing in front of someone, 
you know, if you if you keep going half again towards them, you you will never actually touch. That's them. exactly Zeno's paradox. Sure, sure. You know, and it's sort of sometimes I think sometimes it's sort of the Zeno's paradox of art. Right. You know that we're like we're making things. You know, I can take uh, a thousand portraits. And and maybe one of them speaks to somebody in a way that that another one didn't and and has meaning in the child's eyes that changes the way they see their own kid. Sure. Uh, maybe, you know, but and but, to you, it may have been a lighting test. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. In fact, to there's you, a, it may have been. Yeah, there's a lighting. Know, there's a lighting test shot I took of my father a few months before he died that I put up a light and this is, you know, before I knew what the hell I was doing. So it's terrible. But the, the only shot that I actually like from the entire shoot is, was a shot I had when I just clicked the shutter to see if the lights were working mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. has a look on his face. Now that doesn't mean anything to you. You didn't know the man, but it means a lot to me. But you see right. what I'm saying? Right. Um, I just, but, but to go back, let me, let me, let me go, go back here for a second. Would adding more and more and more context to that photograph make it mean anything more to you no i don't i don't i don't know and i don't i don't think so and i don't know Mm -hmm. um and look i'm not going to stop making this stuff i'm not going to stop looking at it but my view of it from a uh objective collection of of building blocks towards a greater concept of truth Mm-hmm. whatever the hell that means. But yeah, again, is, I would is, ask, what does that mean? Of course. Right. But uh, you know, we could spend another whole other series of podcasts because that, which we could, but is it has, has been cracked in the past few days in a way mm. that makes me uncomfortable. Uh, mm. Cause do, I'm just, do you have a sense of how that will probably no not it's so fresh, but it, will it, will it affect what you do, how you do it? Neither or both. I, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I imagine that it couldn't help but have an effect. Mm-hmm. Um, but you see where I'm going at, though? That like it, it's where, where I've, I've always tried to think of this stuff as an objective thing. It's becoming a far more subjective thing in which somehow in that transition, it lost an inherent or an, uh, 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 an inherent meaning that I thought that it once had, but maybe that was an illusion. All art or your art? Uh, all art to some degree. It's like, it's like there's a, <laughs> I hate to turn into a thing, but in the same way that I, uh, me personally, I feel like Donald Trump becoming president lowers the bar for the idea of who's allowed to become president. You know, like if, like if he doesn't blow up the world and people go, Oh, see, it doesn't take a specialist. We can bring anybody in there. Bobo, the clown, you know, Bobo uh, the clown. you know, that, that worries me in that sense. But it, but it, it's sort of like there was, there was a reverence that's lost. But did you feel me. the same way or do you feel the same way over the democratization of photography? Uh, yeah, but 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 I could I could separate that into the worlds of okay, these are just because it's a picture doesn't mean it's a photograph sort of thinking. You know what I mean? Like not mm-hmm. every single picture that's ever been taken with a camera phone is sure, trying sure. to be something special. Some of them certainly are, but 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 there there was a division in the stuff that was good and the stuff that was just all the other noise. But do you, but do now you see- it feels like even the good stuff is really just a higher form of noise. Mm-hmm. You know, 
do you see going to medium format as a reaction in any way to that? Uh, in the sense that that I'm 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 no longer part of everybody has a DSLR. I'm no longer part of that club. I'm in a different club. Uh, yeah, in somehow in my own head, yeah, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I I will. And does tell that make you-, you look at photography differently because of that? Do you feel more of a responsibility now? Yes. Than you did then? Yeah, I want to take yeah. better pictures. Yeah. Um, and it's harder to take better pictures. Um, it, you know, with with great resolution comes great responsibility. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's true, though. You know, you look at this thing Trademark. and you go, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Part of that is part of that is a is an attempt, even in my own mind, to separate what I'm doing from the crowd of other people. And I don't mean that as a marketing thing. It's mm-hmm. more of a, okay, if I'm going to take this seriously, let's take it seriously. And mm-hmm. let's, let's build a workflow and a, a way of seeing and a structure around all this stuff that is meaningful. It, it has the capacity to be meaningful to me in a way that pictures from my phone just don't happen to be for me. You know, that just, mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. satisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, sure. That's part of it. But, but it still, it still makes me question why we bother in the first place. I mean, you know, pe- lots of people say, Oh, you know, why do you take pictures? Well, I take pictures cause I can't not take pictures. You know, these kinds of answers that people give in interviews, you know? Sure. Sure. And uh, I've given in answers like that too. I'm not, I'm certainly not immune to it, but I, but there is part of me that thinks, well, okay, well, what does that even mean? What do you mean? What are you th- actually going to die if you don't take that picture? Right. You know, like that's absurd too. So, you know, this desire that we have, is it because we actually, because we just like looking at pretty things, which is fine. You know, pretty things are, are, are important, you know? Um, or, or do we think that we are extracting like something out of a Harry Potter film, some sort of dream we have in our head and putting it down on paper or on a computer screen, you know, it's that it's communication maybe that's it. And, and, and in doing so you feel like you're a larger part of the community than you were without doing it. You know, that you have a, a sense of, Oh, I can explain myself and other people can try to get inside my head. Maybe, maybe that's part of it. I think you know? it can be all of those things. I'm, I'm sure it is all, I'm sure it is all those things, but, but I don't necessarily know or think that the next thing I see is going to be the answer. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've wanted that for a long time. Maybe it's, maybe it's not the thing that you see that's going to be the answer. Maybe it has to be the thing you make. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, maybe you have to make, you, you, you have to make the answer. Yeah, sure. If you're, if you're living the question, then it's incumbent on you to make the answer. Maybe. I don't yeah. know. And I'll tell you the, uh, I'm turning, uh, 42 tomorrow. So I will, I will be the answer to the ultimate question of life, the universe and everything tomorrow. Uh, That's all you've ever wanted to be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. I didn't mean to go off on a crazy. No, I just, Oh, please. Have you never listened to this show? Uh, (laughs) wait, we record this. Other people (laughs) listen to this. Well, I, you know what you laugh, but I hope you're recording because I forgot to click record at the beginning. I am recording. I'm recording so, both of you. Okay. Both of you? Both of me? Both of you. <laughs> I'm recording you and the other guy. I mean, look, I, 
I think part of this is is maybe an older, just getting older and seeing less import in my own worldview, right? Well, I, th- I think that's part of it. I, I think another part of it is is you, and I'm, I'm making an assumption here based on online and offline conversations. Sure. That, that you have become, maybe not bored, but certainly complacent with much of your own work. Yeah. And you are looking to, to, and, and this is an overused term, but I think you'll get where I'm going, to, to raise the bar of the work so that you can, getting back to Patty Smith, so that you can evolve commensurate with that bar. Sure. Yeah. But, 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 you know, as we've talked about before, deciding that you want to elevate your work to another level or even recognizing, having the recognition that that's mm-hmm. where you want to go or that, that, that that's a goal or an aim for you, that alone does not make it so, right? Sure. If In some sure. ways, that's step one to elevating your art, realizing that there is a ceiling that you need to break through. Right, right. Yeah. And so, what so, is it? The, the the first step is admitting you have a problem. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Hey, I am Bill W. Um, right. <laughs> Welcome, Bill. <laughs> Thanks. I'm Bill, and I have. Um, so yeah, I think I think that's all part of it. But I mean, I think that this is this is the typical cycle everyone goes through. Sure. Uh, it's just that this. Well, it's amplified too. New year, new beginning, all yeah. that stuff, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. psychological yep. bit about yeah. blank slate. I'm really going to do it this year. Sure. You know, I mean, there are a ton of people at the gym right now and over the next few weeks, it's uh, going to trail off and trail off and trail off and get back to normal. So I don't have to wait for my machines. As Heather says, yes, damn transitioner or uh, <laughs> uh, what's it called? Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Uh, resolutioners. Ah, right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, they, they I tell you they got rid of my one of my rowing machines, bastards. That's yeah. Well, you got you got to buy one. People. Hey, I saw that La La Land the other day. Right? Did you see this film? I have not seen it. I love the alternate poster. That sort of Reed Miles kind of Blue Note music inspired thing. Have you seen that? Oh, I don't know that I have. Uh, uh, I will. I, I will uh, look, look at, on here look and a, find it. A way back in my Instagram. Oh, there are feed. a few I, of them. Uh, the yeah. the green and uh, I'm sorry, it's the. Uh, it's the one with it's, like the green tinted thing or the one that's the piano keys. No, it's the, the, he's in kind of a blue green tone on tone yeah. and it's got orange and then the, the background is kind of an ivory and he's using like league Gothic type, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. 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 Got it. Yeah. Really well done. Anyway, so this, this thing looked like it was a kind of the new Moulin Rouge in terms of style and music in a film. Yeah. And uh, it's good. It's it's definitely fun to. It's it's a good movie. It is not a. It's not a great movie, you know, in mm-hmm. like some sort of larger sense. Um, but it's a it's a good movie, and it. Uh, there's something about it that uh, I. It's one of those things where neither he nor she is is particularly great dancer or singer, you know. And I think so, if you were really going to do it, I would have gotten people who were. Okay. Really great singers and dance personally. Like if so I were going to make the same movie. film with different casting could have been better. Yeah. Although Ryan Gosling is a very, uh, uh, endearing actor. I find, mm-hmm. um, she looks way too thin. She's like a rail in this thing. 
And Emma, not like in a good Emma Stone. Emma Stone, yeah. And not in a good, like, oh, really cut sort of, you know, in shape way, yeah, more in a emaciated way. Eat a cheeseburger state. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get um, thee to an in and out. But if uh, if you're into this kind of stuff, you should go see it because it's uh it's it's actually quite good. Uh, definitely worth seeing. Definitely heavy, but uh, beautiful. And it, interestingly enough, the reason I bring it up is that it is, and and you having lived in LA for forty something years of your life, uh, it is a love letter to LA and Hollywood, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is very obviously a uh. Uh, uh, is that in a, in an attempt to win over Hollywood people to win awards and whatnot? Uh, what do you think of the idea of that kind of thing? Does that make you go, Oh, come on. Why couldn't you have made something completely different? You know, is that, is that just pandering? Wait, which idea? The, the, the idea that, that, that you're going to pander to the, the, the makers, the people who vote on this kind of stuff in order to win awards. Like I'm going to make a movie that's well, that LA I, people are going to love. Look, you you could argue that that Scorsese did that with uh, what was the 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 what the film about uh, with the little kid in the train station with Sacha Baron oh, Cohen? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 uh, Hugo. Hugo, yeah. yeah which you you could argue that yeah, it was a terrific movie. I thought, but but there were so many people that were like, oh, it's obviously you know just trying to get steam for film preservation and blah 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 blah. Sure. And it's like okay, well, you know what? <laughs> Given Scorsese's body of work. I'm willing to give him that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and that was a well done movie. It yeah. was it was terrific. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I don't think it detracted from his his canon. Yeah, that's the poster. Yeah. Uh, with his, from his canon of work, um, maybe the filmmakers of of La La Land. Maybe this is a love letter to yeah. L.A. Maybe Kids they really do. Thirty two years love old. <laughs> okay, then he doesn't know anything. <laughs> 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 yeah you should go see it we should discuss it next week it's interesting the there there's a lot of stuff in there because she's an actress and he's a musician so there's ah. like this whole sort of trying to make it in the big bad world element of it uh, right which is fun to watch too uh which is a it has a has a whole other thing but um yeah anyway la la land you should go see it. i'll put i'll put the link to the uh the poster in the show notes um hey uh we should talk about our sponsor today <laughs> We should. Uh, our sponsor today is Squarespace. Squarespace. Yeah. You like, you like Squarespace? I do like Squarespace. Uh, did you read their, their uh, here, let me get to it, their year-end kind of, uh, where is their, there it is, their year-end wrap-up of, of the things that they've done? Oh, I have not. Does it have a lot of stuff? You know, I turned on SSL. How do you feel about the, or the, you know what I mean, uh, like a secure site, HTTPS? Stuff uh, I don't think it's there. I don't think there's a problem with it. That, that's uh-huh. one of the things that they added was SSL for for custom domains. Yeah, they added Apple Pay. Yep. they added like I don't know thirty new templates. They added uh, um, better analytics for uh, for for ecom and all that. And I still I still say having having messed with like WooCommerce and yep. and uh, uh, Jigoshop and Squarespace, by far Squarespace is is the most seamless e-commerce solution i've experienced and the it fact may that not it's be the sitting best one inside out there. of your site you know yeah crazy. and the integration with stripe is terrific yep. and you Just know the, the, the yeah the analytics and the inventory management all that stuff is is terrific especially for people who want to get on to making things and not be web admins and that is precisely the sales pitch i think is it really for, well no for i think for for you and i talking about squarespace that's the sales pitch Right. Like if you don't want to deal with all that stuff, just 
get a Squarespace site. It's going to look great. It's going to be easy to use. It's never going to go down. It's going to be great. Right. Uh, look, and the these- fact that you can do it for what is it? Twelve starts at twelve bucks a month, yeah, and they've got an eighteen dollar, yep. and then they've got a the full ecom is I think twenty six bucks if you pay it annually. Right. You're going to pay a whole hell of a lot more than the equivalent of twenty six bucks a month to have somebody to pay somebody to do these kinds of things for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the annoyance of setting it all up and integrating with another whole system and it's just it's not worth it. It's like the uh, couple months ago when I went back to IKEA to return twenty nine dollar curtains. I spent two hours at Ikea to, <laughs> right. to bring back twenty nine to return curtains. a thirty dollar pair. <laughs> right. So, so yeah. So basically you, you, you charged yourself <laughs> your yeah. day rate, you know, right. you, you lost money on that deal. Oh, absolutely. It's this, it's the same thing with, uh, with the UPS thing last week where I refused to have them come pick up my package, you know, for right. these $7 and 50 cents just on principle. <laughs> right. So you spend four and a half hours and exactly. you know, yeah. $6 in subway tokens. I got paid a dollar 50 an hour to, to try to figure this out. <laughs> right. Um, you could have been making shoes for new balance and made more. <laughs> go, go build, go build your website in <laughs> Squarespace. Your sites they, that look professionally designed, regardless of your skill level, no coding required. The intuitive and easy to use tools, and you get a free domain name for a year when you sign up for a year. So, you know, you go sign up. Uh, you know, Sidoris is uh, a steely eyed missile man dot com, and uh, and you will uh, you'll get a free domain. From? That's from uh, the Martian. Ah, okay. Uh, please be advised. Uh, oh right, 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 right. Yeah. By the by, speaking of the Martian, quick aside. Uh, Dan Winters photographed the author and yeah, worked with 20th Century Fox. So they shot him in the suit that Damon wore in the film. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was kind of neat. Well, if you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Right. Uh, so go start your free trial today at squarespace.com. And when you decide to sign up for Squarespace, make sure you use the offer code OTP and you'll get 10% off your first purchase and you get to show your support for our Fantastic show on taking pictures. That's right. Thank you so much to Squarespace for supporting the show and Five by Five. They're the uh, they're really great. The show. Wait, who is that? Oh, that's uh, what's his name? The, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Jesus, who is it? School with him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a really big, really big Sullivan. show. Ed Sullivan. That's right. There you go. <laughs> really great show. Really great show. <laughs> uh, how you feeling? You wanna you wanna wrap up and we'll come back next week. Yeah, you got you something wanna, else you want to talk about? Nah, nah. Let's get out of here. I don't know why. I feel, why, why do I feel crap? No fever. A little bit like an upset stomach, aches and pains. But I haven't eaten or drank anything weird. You know, I don't drink, so like it's not anything like that. No headache. It's really weird. The other day, though, I had the worst migraine I've ever had in my life. It was it was unbearable how bad it was. I wanted to die. Um, what's, what's the uh, what's the Wayne's World? Uh, I, once I thought I had mono for a whole year. Turns out I was just really bored. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It might be that. <laughs> Could be. Yeah. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the group. Okay. So uh, group. What was it? Frame within a frame? No, not frame within a frame. What was it? it Isolation. Was, uh, it was. Uh, no, it was. Uh, what was it? Oh, two, 2016. 2016, yeah. Okay, so I'm just, I, I'm sorry. I was looking at uh, Tim Schoof. Tim, that picture of this looks like a subway car at your folks' house. Man, that is good. That's a terrific picture. Wait, well done, I, you. I haven't seen this one. Which, yeah, which, j- click on assignments. It's the first first one that shows up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Terrific shot, Tim. Uh, some good ones for isolation. Uh, Mario Mirabile, 
Did we have to decide that's how you pronounce it? Mario, Mario right in. Mirabile. Mirabile. T- tell uh, us how to pronounce I, it. I, I like the uh, the arrow and the walking things in yep, opposite directions. That's nice. Yep. That's classic. Uh, Dennis. Dennis Skyam. The last shot I got in 2016. That circular staircase with reflection. That's terrific. Terrific. Uh, Andrew Shields. Nice montage. Uh, man, Andrew was the one who got that skateboarder. The guy looking at the girl in the car, looking back at him. Well, uh, Adam's uh, picture of, I'm sorry, is his daughter? is very, very nice. Uh, uh, black oh, and yeah. white birthday yeah. hat. With, with the birthday hat on? Yeah, yep. it's terrific. Good stuff. Both of uh, them. Uh, the other one where she's kind of half obscured, that's nice yeah, too. Yeah. Ooh, Benedict's is really nice. Did you see yep. the one of the guy yep. walking across the street? That's beautiful. Leaving 2016 behind. Uh, Nick Van Zanten, close relatives at a distance, isolation. Love that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Waller. Nice one. Nice one, Mike. Beautiful work, as, uh, as oh, usual. Tanya, found on the street, uh, some little some picture of some little boy with a candy cane. <laughs> mm. uh, fielding. Hey, we went to South Carolina. That's where oh, she yeah, shot this. How was this. South Carolina? It was cool. Yeah, Myrtle Beach. Never been there. Is it cold? Uh, no, it was uh, 60s. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's not bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It's nice. Uh, didn't get a lot of time there. A lot, a lot of time in the car. A lot of time getting... driving. I hear you, a little bit of traffic. You hit a little traffic. Yeah, Fielding tra- commented on the traffic somewhere on social media, and I was just like, man, I don't even want to know what Jeffrey's saying right now. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the look on your face, just like, grr. Yeah, Jeffrey doesn't <laughs> like traffic. Uh, even so, though he lived in uh, LA for four years. <laughs> well, that's why I don't like traffic. <laughs> Uh, so this, this, this time around, uh, we're going to, we're going to lob one over the plate for you. Going to give you an easy one, a softball as it were. <laughs> you beginning. ready? You're right. Oh, beginning. Beginning. Like beginning. Or new. So new. the beginning. What do you think? New uh, or beginning? What do you think is better? Uh, no beginning. Beginning. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Beginning. I, I've, been, uh, I've been using that Chicago song as, as my test for headphones lately. Uh, you're buying new headphones? Um, I tried out some new headphones. I've been trying out, I tried out some Shure 425s or something like that, mm-hmm. which I thought sounded pretty terrible. Um, I, I love the sound of my Eddies. I just was having a problem. They just were hurting my ears lately and I was trying to right. figure out a, another option. Um, and, uh, no, you know, I, I listened to these $350 Shures and, they sounded like a muffled mess. And then I took them out and I put my Eddie Modics back in and I, it was just like, ah, and I was like, okay, yeah, I'm just sticking with these until I can figure so out a really serious one. Yeah. yeah. My friend, uh, uh, Craig also got this nice pair of sort of sealed Denon ones that are made out of wood. Have you seen these headphones? No. Uh, Denon wood on ear. I think they are. Um, yeah, the AM, yeah, here they are. I'll send you a link here. I'll put them in the show notes as a little Amazon link if anybody's interested. They're like three hundred dollar Denon headphones. Oh yeah, but they're like made out of wood and metal, and they're they're really Those nice. Nice. Uh, they sound okay. Not they're not very open sounding, but mm-hmm. that's just a sometimes with sealed headphones. That's just an element of it, right? Um, I've had a couple Denon preamps over the years, and uh, had a Denon CD player back in the day. And what did you think? Denon it's fantastic to ha- gear. Used to, used to some really buy, nice stuff. Yeah, I don't know how it is now, but it used to be fantastic gear. Yeah, isn't it crazy how all these things go like that, right? Where it's just things just change, brands yeah. change, you know? Do you think that the, uh, and this is not a conversation necessarily for right now, but you think that 
you think Apple's gone there? Ooh, that is a big conversation. I think they are. We can have it offline. I was just wondering. I think they are close. I, I, I have thought for a while that, that while they have incredible artists and engineers and technicians, I, I think they lack leadership. I think they lack a a unifying vision of where the company wants to go. And I think that's one of the things that Steve brought to the table was for all of his ups and downs, for all of his, you know, terrible management style, the man could see around the curve. And I think that's what a company like Apple needs more than anything, more than talented engineers, more than great ad campaigns. They, they are expected and, and on some level need to be able to see what's coming before we do. Yeah. Yeah. People say that, uh, um, who's the current Microsoft CEO? Oh, uh, Satya Nadella. Yeah. 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 People say that he's doing a really great job. Um, I think he is. And I so mean, I think, know, it's like, let's try something new. You know, this isn't working. Let's try something new. Though is, I do wish Windows 10, you know, we, I think we talked about it on the show where it, it doesn't take very long. You, you don't to have to go f- to find Windows 95 underneath. Exactly. At exactly. least interface wise, not. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. a, it's, it's a great polish, but I wish that the, uh, I wish the lacquer, you know, the, the, the varnish went a little deeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree. It's one of the reasons why that and and the way that Windows deals with uh, high DPI displays is mm. just terrible. I've like, not experienced that. I don't have one. I mean, you're making fonts bigger, but you doesn't make the Windows bigger. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing doesn't mm. scale smoothly. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I will I will give the way that Apple does it. I didn't think was a good idea at first, and now I think it's a really good idea. So, what are you gonna? Let do? me ask you if you you know what. In fact, let's let's do a. Uh, Let's do a little bit of a gear discussion next time. If sure. you were, if you were to buy dot dot dot, and let's let's kind of go down the list of of talking about some of the things that have that have maybe changed since we started the show. Yeah, that'd be fun. Sure. You know, I, I put it up there uh, for next week. Done. Okay. Uh, who do you want to do for who? Who do you got for uh, photographer of the week? Photographer of the week is a, a, a fellow named Kurt William Kamka. Kamka. K A M K A. And he is a photojournalist, street photographer. Um, his, his work hits me on a very visceral level. Um, he, he deals with um, um, photo essays on poor and, and sort of forgotten people. Yeah. Um, there's a, a a series called Concrete Pillow. Oh, that's, God, that killed me. Yeah, I was staring at it earlier. It's it's just rough. Watching and kids huffing glue is just like the worst thing to me. Yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, but I I feel like this work is probably important. Yeah. Um. On the other side of that, you you go to Color My World, which. You know, you could argue that these kids are just as poor or or they're they're under just as much struggle to just be kids, but there's a buoyancy to that body of work that doesn't exist in charcoal people or concrete pillow. Sure. Of course. There there's a well, playfulness I mean, to it. That shows you the power of editing, right? All these sure. things are true. Which what do you decide to show me? Right. Right. So How'd you find interesting. Him? You know what? I, I don't know. I think maybe it was a, a, an Instagram thing that somebody 
maybe it was an Instagram takeover and, and they tagged him and, and I liked the one photograph. In fact, that's what it was. If you go to home, somebody posted that photograph of the guy with the star tattoos on, on his cheek. And I followed it and ended up here and, and spent the next hour and a half looking over his work. And, and you know, we talked about the, the sort of humanness, that connection. We've talked about that many times with that the camera is often able to, to act as a bridge between you and subject. And I think mm-hmm. that's where, where Kurt's work really excels is he's not – at least to me as a viewer, I don't feel like he's exploiting his subjects. I feel like he is trying to give them a voice and a story that goes beyond just, oh, look how poor they are or look how rough they have it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At least I hope that's the case. Yeah. That's the way I take it when I look at his pictures. Uh, yeah. It, it, I think his his work is really beautiful. By the way, Squarespace site. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, here we go. There's also, I found a what's in your bag of Kurt Kamka. Ah, okay. Video. Put it in the show notes, please. So yeah, yeah, I will, I will put it in the show notes. It looks like a Fuji. No, like a, like a M9 maybe, or, you know, a, or a 240 or whatever the hell the digital Leica is called now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Very, very simple, probably very, very simple kit, but yes, I will put that in the show notes. Um, I think, you know, it, it, it seems like it would have to be a simple kit. Uh, especially photographing yeah. children who might be put off by a giant rig with, you know, lots of accessories. Yeah. He's not, this, this guy's not distance. carrying a lot of lights and stuff. He's just walking around doing the thing that those guys have done forever. You know, that that's an interesting idea too, is that he's okay. This guy's sh- basically shooting the same way Brisson was shooting 70 years ago. Uh, sure. Yeah. Seems like it. And with, with almost the digital version of the same tool, you know, is is that is that rangefinder the street the Leica is that has that been and will that be the street photography tool for professionals for for the distant future or is that is this the last gasp of it, gasp of it before you know all these other little cameras that are kind of taking its place take over? That's I think there question. will always be a market for them. Yeah, but especially that, the you know, twenty four thousand dollar Lenny Kravitz version. Well, see that's but that's we joke about it, but, but like has always is, done that. But was was Leica, and I don't I don't know this. Uh, it, it really is an honest question. Was Leica always this expensive, even adjusting for dollar amounts? I mean, was 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 you know Winogrand's M three the equivalent of it, four thousand dollars or whatever it is? Yes, probably. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. They, I mean, they, but now the digital makes it a little more expensive because it's you know there's tech in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, th- that, which always worries me, frankly, that there's tech you know? in there. Yeah. I mean, it, th- these cameras, the older cameras, battery or not, yeah. as long as you had film, you could take pictures. Yep. Whereas True. any one thing goes wrong with a digital camera and the thing could brick. True. Yeah. 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 Yep. It's a, uh... Yeah, you know, look, I've got I've got a lot of cameras. I, I have an M4. I wish I kind of wish I had bought an M6 instead of an M4 because then I'd at least have a meter in the camera. Because mm-hmm. as it is right now, when I walk around with my film cameras, I have to carry a handheld meter, which sure. isn't a big deal, but it's like nice to not have to carry one and have it like built in. But you so, use an app on your phone, aren't they? Aren't they accurate? Uh, accurate yeah, you know what? They, light, they, they? They've actually gotten uh, a lot better. Yeah, over the years, yeah. I just yeah. you know, um, 
yeah, I don't know. Interesting stuff. Uh, okay, so uh, what would you buy uh, for next week's episode? That'd be fun. If you yeah, were to we'll buy, kind of go down the list of different different things, not just yep, cameras, yep. but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I will put a, uh, I'll put a couple uh, uh, a couple uh, th- ideas up there. Okay. Would you put um, his uh, his what in you what's in your bag that you found? Would you yeah, I put it. In, I actually I added it to the show notes. Show notes. Okay, that's cool. Right. Yep. Uh, and I think that's is that it. All right, gang. We're going to let you out early today. <laughs> Go enjoy your afternoon. That's right. Go enjoy your day. Uh, thanks for coming on the ride. I hope you continue. I think, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see where it goes. Maybe, maybe we'll do new stuff this year. I don't know. we could do all kinds of crazy stuff this year. Yeah. It's going to be out of What control. do you want to see? What do you want to hear from, from us this year? What do you want to hear? We're, we're four and a half years into this thing. Uh, podcasted on taking pictures. Is it? We're almost five yeah. years. What, so what, this is the other thing. What should we do for the five-year show? Should we do a five-year anniversary <laughs> five show? Five years. Jeffrey, you know, you and I have outlasted most marriages in America. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> Outlasting marriages since 2012. All right. <laughs> right. Wow. Uh, yeah. What do you want to see? What do you want to hear? Ideas for a five-year show uh, podcast at On Taking Pictures or find Bill at Bill Wadman. Find me at Jeffrey Sidoris. Yep. And uh, yeah. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you later. Yeah. Have a great week. Happy New Year. And, uh, and we'll see you next time. I don't have to press stop because I forgot to press start. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass. I don't know why I did that too. I was checking levels and then I just got distracted. By by life, by the world. By the world.